A good near of Shabbos to our members and friends of the West Mount Shul. This Shabbos is Parsha Shoftim, the first Shabbos in Elul. And as we start Elul, we are working on ourselves, getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, introspecting on our past year's behavior, looking to see what we can improve. So when we come to Hashem on Rosh Hashanah, we'll be able to coronate the king with uh, calm and tranquility, with a, with a certainty that Hashem will give us a good year. Now, for those of us that are looking into making cheshbon on efesh, into making serious um, reflection, um, we're finding it a little bit depressing, perhaps. We're looking at certain things we've, we've struggled with, we've tr- tried to do tshuva, failed to do tshuva, we're looking back at last year's Rosh Hashanah resolutions and how many of them were we able to keep. We're looking at certain behaviors that maybe are not the best. And we've been trying to change and have not succeeded. So what can we do to strengthen ourselves and to feel confident that this year things can get better? And we'll take a look at one Pasuk in this week's Parsha, Parsha Shoftim that deals a lot with war. And one of the psukim says the following, Perichov Pasuk Aleph, if you go out to battle, against your enemy, and you see, sus, horses, and chariots, and forces larger than yours. Now if you would see that, what would be your natural reaction? To be afraid. To which the Torah says, Lo sira mehem, you shall not be afraid of them. How can you say that? Pasuk continues, Because Hashem, your Lord, is with you. And then it adds three more words. Who brought you from the land of Egypt. So the question is, why do we need those last three words? Who took you out of Egypt. Just say, don't be afraid because Hashem is with you. So to understand this idea, all the Meforshim explain, many Meforshim, and we'll specifically look at the Or HaChaim HaKadosh. It says, Ki say not Le Milchama, which means when you go out to war, but La Milchama, which means you go out to the war, the war with a Hayyadiyah. And what is the war? The war is talking about the toughest battle of all, and that's with one's own evil inclination, one Yetzirah. And from that Yetzirah, we have many fears. And the Torah is saying, when you go out to this famous battle, and, and this battle is a battle that for three reasons, you'd have reason to be afraid. Your enemy, because you see, Sus. What's Sus, a horse, a code word for? Well, we know the Yetzirah in three ways has advantages over us. Number one, the Yetzirah is very battle-tested and is experienced in battle. He's been doing this for thousands of years. He knows the human psyche in backwards and forwards, through and through. 
We are relatively new in this battle. So now you see this Zeus, this, this battle-tested horse, that horses are the, was the greatest tool of battle. And they got many more horses than you. Number one. Number two, the Yetzirah focuses on your weakness. And what's your weakness? Your physical desires. Because the Yetzirah doesn't have physical desires. We have physical desires. And he gets us to focus on our tithes at the expense of our service to Hashem. Says Yerachem, that's hinted in the word Rechev. Rechev, which is a chariot, but Rechev also in the word Harkava, which is a mixture. And he, just like a, a chariot, it's it's a human with a horse together. So we've got the human and the, the animalistic desires. So now when you see the Rechev, and that is our weakness, that's another reason to be afraid. And finally, the third thing is that once you stumble in Avera, the mystics explain, you give power to the forces of evil that now are born from your sin. As the Mishnah Perkeva says, every time you do an Avera, you create a bad malach. So every time you've sinned in the past, you've created more difficult challenge. And that's hinted in the word Amrav, forces that are large, Mimcha, not just larger than you, but Mimcha from you. This all came from you. So I'm dealing with three issues that is much stronger than me. How am I going to win? Torah says, Lo man, don't be afraid. Why? Because Hashem is with you. Yes, if you go to battle with your own strength, you can't stand up against the Yetzirah. But you're going with Hashem, and Hashem can do anything. As we know, anyone who tries to purify himself, so they help him. So you can win. So the question is, how does that work? How does winning work? So the Bali Musr explained. First of all, it's very interesting what the way the Pusik is set up. It says you go to battle, which would naturally make you afraid. The Torah is as if it's saying a mitzvah's low say, you're not allowed to be afraid. Thou shalt not be afraid. Because Hashem is with you. What does that mean? Well, that clearly is spelling out the mitzvah of Bitagon. And the Beis HaLevi explains that when a person has bitachon, that itself connects you to Hashem. That's the greatest mitzvah you can do. And by force of being connected to Hashem, nothing's going to happen to you. And God forbid, if you are afraid, that's the biggest avera because you don't feel connected to Hashem. And that becomes another sin and therefore you will lose. So clearly, when we are in scary situations, no matter what the scary situation is, but we're focusing now on dealing with the Yetzirah and afraid we are going to lose. And we don't think that we can control ourselves. You get a call from somebody that annoys you. And in the past, you know, you don't speak respectfully to them, maybe even speak Lush and Har about them. This is all part of the enemy that's stronger than you. You don't have to give in. You don't have to say, oh, I'm not going to beat this one. I might as well just fall into the trap and speak Lashar. No, 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 no. Hashem is with you. You don't have to be afraid that you will fail. Don't be afraid. You're not allowed to be afraid because Hashem is with you and you can succeed. But how? What, what's the guarantee? Because Bitochon is powerful. 
The mitzvah bitachon, bitachon by definition means if you truly trust Hashem, you're walking with Him. You can't get any closer to Hashem than with bitachon. And Hashem will not let you down. However, you got to be sincere. You got to be sincere. How do we know if we're sincere? You say, happy talking, happy talking. Well, we only know when push comes to shove. So we have to ask ourselves, how do I know if my talking is proper or not? Well, Rabbi Sol Salanter gives us the rule of thumb. He gave a speech once and talked about the virtues of bitachon, and if you have bitachon, that Hashem will help you, there's no question he will help you. After the speech, someone came over to him, did you really believe in that stuff? He says, yes. You sure if I believe Hashem to help me, it will help me? Yes. I can guarantee it. The guy says, listen, I'm having a lot of financial problems. I go to work, I'm not doing so well. I bought a lottery ticket. It's going to come up in a few months, the, the draw, and it's for 10,000 rubles. So if I really believe I'm going to win, Will I win? And therefore I should give up my job and start learning Torah? So the result son said, yes. So the guy says, okay. He quits his job. He's learning. He believes Hashem will help him. Finished. But as time is passing, it's getting very close to the lottery. He's spent all his money. There's no more food in the house. He goes back to the Ribasol and says, you still say it's going to happen? He says, absolutely no problem. Guaranteed. So sees the guy's a little bit shaky and nervous. He says, okay, I'll tell you what. I see you're very anxious about this. I'll make you a deal. Sell me the lottery ticket for 5,000 rubles. And then you don't have to worry about anything because you for sure know you got 5,000 rubles. Guy says, okay, I'll take it. Then Rubio says, if that's the case, I don't want it. And you should go back to work. What are you talking about? He says, if you really believe that you had bitachon, then you know you'd win. Why would you sell it for only getting half the money? Hello, what? You didn't have real bitachon. So having real bitachon is a challenge. But that is what will happen. If you have real bitachon, you will win and you will succeed. So the question is, so what do I have to support me in feeling that I have the right bitachon? I could say all day long I have bitachon, but how do I know? Well, when push comes to shove. The Yismach Yisrael writes, he writes, even when according to a person's perception, there's no cure to the ills of his soul, he should still believe and trust in Hashem's divine kindness and Hashem's endless greatness. And with Hashem's compassion, you should say, he will also help me the lowest person of all. So let's give an example. Rav Meilich Bitterman takes this idea of Archaim and he applies it to one of our biggest Yetzirahs and that is the internet. And he says like this, just as Archaim had three points of the Yetzirah, so we find this Yetzirah with the internet. Dorachim's first point is the Yetzirah is trained in war strategies while we aren't. And this is one of the significant problems with the internet. Internet sites are designed and built by very intelligent people who have studied strategies for years and their primary motive is to get people addicted to the internet. 
And the average person isn't as wise as all those minds. He's never studied addiction avoidance strategies. So how can we expect to outsmart the system and be protected from the negative side of the internet? We know the people involved in creating the internet will not let their children go on the internet because they know how terrible it is. So how are we going to win? Second problem the Orachayim mentioned, the sells what the human body desires. Huh. Doesn't that apply to the internet as well? Finally, the Orachayim explains that our past sins strengthen the Yetzirah, making it harder to free ourselves from this grip. That's particularly true about technology. The more you become accustomed and addicted to technology, the harder it is to leave it. They even now have the algorithms and they know based on what you've been looking at before, they just feed you more of that. You can't even get away from it. So we got this Yetzirah battle-tested. Now there could be many other battle-tested Yetzirahs, but this is a good one that he gives us, something to focus on. We all need to realize and I can't tell you to leave the internet, but we have to be able to deal with it in a way that we will win and not lose. So things look really bad. How can we win? But what does the Torah say? The Torah says, don't be afraid of the internet. You can beat it. Why? Because I'm with you. I'm with you. And with the power of Bitochem, you can have it. But, but how do I know? What do I have to rely on in terms of Bitochem? So to which we look at a at an idea brought by Rav Shalom Shvadron. And he explains, you know, we have a concept of Lefum Tzara Agra. Based on the difficulty, so is the reward. And a Gemara Psachim gives three examples of people who find things very difficult and so is their reward. One is a single uh, eligible bachelor who has a very strong libido, who lives single in a city and he doesn't sin in the areas of immorality. Number two, if a poor person finds a very expensive lost object and he returns it to the owner, Third, a rich man who gives a lot of money but discreetly and doesn't look for recognition. What's the common denominator? How difficult is the test for them, although not for others? A married person lives in the city, doesn't find the bigness sign of immorality as much as the single person. A A rich person who finds a lost object, not as difficult. A regular person giving some tzedakah won't find it difficult to not want to have everybody know about it. Lefum Tzara Agra, based on the difficulty, so is the reward. So although the action itself may not be the greatest action in the world, the single guy, what do you mean you didn't sin? Big deal. Uh, You gave tzedakah discreetly, but for them it was hard. And therefore, when we look in this L, and we're saying, you know, we really don't have a lot going for us. We have to remember that I am the Lord who took you out of Egypt. Don't be afraid, Hashem took us out of Egypt. Now, he took, who did he take out of Egypt? Those who had bitachah. Not those, those who did not have bitachah, they didn't go out. But what did they specifically have to do? Hashem took us out of Egypt, even though we had only two merits. 
bringing the Korban Pesach, the blood of the Korban Pesach, and the blood of Mila. Now today, for us to do a priest meal is not a big deal. When we had a Beis HaMikdash, bringing a Korban Pesach wasn't a big deal. But for them, based on who they were, which in other times it would not be a big deal, but for them it was a big deal. And what Hashem is saying, you've got a difficult enemy. On paper you should lose. But if you have Bitochen and Hashem, you'll win. And the question is, well, what is my Bitochen going to be based on? Why should Hashem help me? The answer is because you got to realize that even though you think you're not such a big tzaddik, you have done things that are difficult. We live in a generation that is literally crazy and nuts. And the craziest things are normal. A world filled with Lush and Hara. A world filled with immorality. A world filled with the biggest crumkite, the crookedness. And for any one of us to say that we are proud Orthodox Jews and we go to a shul on Shabbos and we keep kosher with the expenses of what kosher requires in a time of inflation. Things that, well, what's the big deal? Every Jew is supposed to do this. But you understand how difficult this is getting in so many ways. To come to shul when we've been brainwashed to think it's the most dangerous place for two years and to come back to be able to uh, to continue to give tzedakah on levels we did the pre-pandemic levels levels where the economy isn't so good to keep giving it's not so easy being a Jew and not falling into the biggest traps and the biggest is technology, and the internet. To be able to resist that, then you have nothing to fear. We're living in times that are really scary. Really scary. We're living in times that Hashem has made the leaders of all the countries of the world to be insane. To do things that are all inimical for each of their countries. I don't have time to go through all the stupidities. Going back to the war of Ukraine, where countries are willing to make themselves poor, literally, to, to not have any energy to help Ukraine that itself is not such a democratic country at all. To do everything that's against all the normal fiscal policies, things that are going to cripple people, there's going to be world famine. This winter, people in Germany are told, be expect to freeze. There's a lot to be afraid of. But we as Jews know one thing. That if we're with Hashem, there's nothing to be afraid of. And with Hashem means that we have bitachon Hashem and we live with that bitachon. And Hashem is telling us in this Elul, take a look at certain challenging mitzvahs. That you're feeling that maybe you can, that the HR can outrun you and outgun you. And you have to be talking, I can overcome certain things. And this is, and, and previous generations would say, this is such a big deal to think that you're a man and not a woman. Is that such a big deal? In this generation, it is. 
to feel that Hashem created you as the most perfect human being that you could be, and that's all you're interested in doing, the will of Hashem. Hashem took us out of Egypt when we had no hope. Hashem can take us out of all the challenges that we have now as well. Someone once said to Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, I don't think I'll ever do tshuva. I'm set in my ways and I can't change. Rabbi Yisrael rebuked him and says, wait a minute. The rabbis tell us that when we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, the sultan becomes frightened. Why? He fears that our tshuva has brought the shofar of Mashiach. So Rabbi Yisrael turned to the and says, listen, if the sultan believes you have the ability to do tshuva, why don't you believe it? These are challenges. No one's saying it's easy. But if you understand Hashem is with you, you can do certain things. This year is going to be, on paper, tough shin, pay gimel, a catastrophic year. Every politician's made it his best effort to destroy society. To allow criminals to go free and to murder people and not to do anything about it. It's unbelievable to sign more treaties with Iran so they can blow up the world? To let China control the world? You're punishing Russia and Russia now has the best economy in the world? Well, we don't have anything? There's what to be afraid of, this Rosh Hashanah. Plenty to be afraid of. But if you're with Hashem, there's nothing to be worried about. And that means we have to do tshuva that we feel that we have not been able to do in the past. We're living in times that are unprecedented. If you thought corona was an issue, that was child's play. Considered what world famine will look like. To lawlessness will look like. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just telling to tell you this. That that's what's on the table. And you should be no more scared than in this week's Pasuk that says when you go to battle against the enemy, that's stronger than you. Yes, they're stronger than you in so many ways. The internet is stronger than us. The HR is stronger than us. But Hashem says, let's see what this L will do. Let's see what we're capable of doing. If we really have to be talking to Hashem and not just lip service. Remember, Satan believes we can do tshuva. We have to believe it. So what's left? So let me end you with a story. Rav Motala Slonimer tells the following story. There are two tzaddikim once made a pact that whoever dies first has to come in a dream to his friend and tell him about his judgment. Well, one of them was Nifter. And soon afterward, he came to his friend in a dream. And he said, when the heavenly court reviewed my deeds, they saw that everything was perfect. But I had one sin, the sin of Shochat, taking bribes. Because once when I was serving as the head of a Bezdin, one of the parties placed money in my pocket without me knowing it. And for this sin, I was told that I have to go to Gehenna. Now, you don't have to worry about this. You have to be a real tzaddik to have to worry about these kinds of judgments. So don't worry about it. But anyway... He tells his friend, I told the court that I don't want to go to Gehenna. She says, okay, you don't want to go to Gehenna? So I'll give you another thing. They brought me to a huge building. 
They gave me a small hammer and said, demolish this building with the hammer. When you finish, you can go to Ganeid. So he's telling his friend, and I was devastated. It seemed that I'd be working on knocking down the building for many years. It was a huge building and I only had a small hammer to work with. But then I thought, why did I spend my whole life studying Torah and keeping mitzvahs? Why? It's because I wanted to do Hashem's will. Well, right now it is Hashem's will that I break this large building with a hammer. So why should I be upset? This is Hashem's will and I will do it with joy. And with a joyous heart, I raised the hammer and hit the building with my right hand. And after one knock, the entire building collapsed. And I was immediately brought to my place in Ganeda. What is this story telling us? This story reminds us that we just have to start on the path of tshuva and attempt to do Hashem's will. Start what we think is the impossible and truly believe that we can change and we want to change. And then Hashem will help us to succeed. Whether it's the internet, which some of us are so addicted, we feel there's no way I can get out of this. Some people are addicted to such repulsive things from the internet. And even that repulsive, it seems like just wasting your time. Some of us are saying, I cannot be a person who enjoys learning Torah. I cannot be a person who enjoys giving tzedakah. I cannot be a person who's not argumentative with people. I cannot be a person who's humble. I'm losing these battles. Rabbi, you got to know something. If we lose these battles, then Hashem says there's going to be much worse consequences. These are battles we can win because Hashem is with us if we invite him into our lives. And therefore, we will attempt things that are hard and we'll really try to succeed. Why? Because we know it's the will of Hashem. Everyone here knows what the real will of Hashem is for their own life. Everyone knows the misery of their own soul. Everyone knows whether the will of Hashem is that you spend endless hours in front of Netflix or not. Ask Hashem, what would Hashem answer? Oh, but what can I do if I don't watch that? What can I do? I'll go out of my mind. Hashem's with you. Maybe you dive into Hashem and ask Him to find you something more productive with your time. This is the message of this parsha. This is the month of Elul. So much hinges upon what's going to happen. We have to remember that we are in a war right now. And the real war is the Yetzirah trying to take us down in so many ways. Now I'm not suggesting we're going to win the whole war this month, but maybe one battle we can win. Pick a battle. Pick a battle that you've been losing to. And say, I know that Hashem wants me to win this battle, and I'm really going to make an effort. And I'll daven to Hashem for His help. And I'm willing to work on it even though success doesn't look to be so easy. And what we'll find is that Hashem is with us. He will take us out of our own Mitzrayim, our own constraints that we don't believe in ourselves. 
and to believe like the Yetzirah when the shofar blows, Mashiach could come because we could do tshuva. We have to believe that in three and a half weeks, we can coronate the king and he'll give us an amazing year. Let's not be afraid. Let's take courage from Hashem. Let's know that he's done it before. We can do it again. 80% didn't believe. Well, we're not that 80%. We're the 20 percenters. And we can make it. And we take the first step this Shabbos with the Shoftim and the Shotrim and everybody else who cares about the future of the Jewish people and to show our care to fight the best battle that we can win so we can bring the ghoulish shleim of Imhera of Yameinu. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos.